Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And um, we are so happy that you've tuned in to, with us today. And uh, we, uh, we're we very excited to be presenting um, um, about, I don't know, Pastor, what would you say, about a three-year a three year, uh, introductory course to the book of Revelation? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well, I think I think to cover everything in in the book of Revelation, uh, it might take that long or longer. But um, we don't have that kind of time. But uh, we we are planning a a rather uh, detailed foray into uh, the book of Revelation. Um, we you know in light of current events and uh, the seemingly total upheaval in our social and economic and and especially political climate uh, in this day and age and especially this day uh, we uh, we feel this is an, uh, an appropriately uh, pertinent topic to be discussing and and I'm excited that um, that we're going to be doing this bear in mind ladies and gentlemen that uh, we will uh, try to cover each subject in the title of each episode within an hour. However, it may be difficult to cover everything uh, within a one-hour segment. Uh, if we do have to cut a segment short, uh, please, please uh, understand that we will dog ear where we leave off, and, and we will cover it the next episode. So uh, we, right. we don't want to leave anything out, right, Pastor? All right, and with that being said, um, Pastor, if you would please give us a little introduction to the book of Revelation. Okay, uh, first of all, however, Curtis, we're going to be in the book of Ezekiel. Oh, and good start. We're going to, we're going to cover uh, a seven to nine point outline, however many of the points I got in, of things that are leading up to a study on the book of the Revelation, and I'll be primarily in the book of Ezekiel. So if you have your Bibles ready, turn uh, to Ezekiel chapter 35, and I think we'll begin there. But before we begin, um, about five or six years ago, I was teaching a Bible study in, in uh, home. Uh, Sharon and I hosted it, and uh, we had about uh, we had six people sitting around the dining room table studying the Word of God, and it was a wonderful time. Then one day someone piped up and said, Dick, why don't we uh, study prophecy? Mm -hmm. And I said, you want to? And he, yeah, let's, lo let's look at the book of Revelation. And, and so we started it. News got out that we were studying the book of Revelation, and we went from six people to about 16 people. <laughs> and uh, our dining room table would not accommodate that many people, so we went into our sunroom. And, and for and for about a year and a half, we had uh, a low a low attendance of 14. We had a high attendance of 22. Wow. People just loved prophecy. Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of the people that listens to our podcast, a friend of ours living in Florida, was one of those that original six, and she said, "Why don't 
you guys wrote uh, in, in, in the prophecy. He said people just love prophecy. Yeah. And I said, yeah. and I said to you, and we said together, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So, so let's get into it and turn in your Bibles. To, we'll be in the Book of Ezekiel, and we'll be in several other books, but um, primarily in the Book of Ezekiel. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 35 will start in, and this will not be verse by verse. It'll be subject by subject. Uh, but uh, um, it, it, it will be um, entitled uh, these, the, 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 the eight or nine R's of unfulfilled prophecy. So we're going to talk about things that are unfulfilled as of yet. Things that things that start with the letter R. Say, yep. Okay. Yep. Things okay. that start with the letter R. Right. And the first one is is the rapture. That's the next event. Yeah. That's the next event. Yes, next it prophetic is. Prophetic event. Now, the rapture could occur at any moment. Any moment. There are no signs given in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. that gives us any idea of how uh, soon or how late or when the rapture will occur. Right. Just that we're supposed to be looking for it. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the rapture? The rapture comes from a Latin word, rapio. It's a different Greek word, but it means to catch away. And so the rapture is about the church of Jesus Christ being caught away into heaven. Right. And so, and so, um, we are in the end times. They began with the birth and the and the uh, earthly ministry of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter one tells us that. And we're in the last days now. Yes, we are. And so the rapture could occur at any moment. So what happens at the rapture? And I'm going to be brief. I'm going to give you the scriptures to read, uh, and you'll see them in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, oh, yeah. verses 13 through 18, mm -hmm. and 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 58. Mm -hmm. And what the rapture of the church is, is that, and what happens is that every believer in Jesus Christ from the day of Pentecost uh, in, Acts, to, in Acts chapter 2, yep. In Acts chapter 2, that's right. That's thousands of, and most of, the, and most of the people got saved on Pentecost were Jews. That's right. And we're going to talk about the Jews uh, pretty much the rest of this uh, segment. Okay. But, uh, but the rapture um, is the next event in prophecy. Mm -hmm. No signs necessary. It's imminent. Mm -hmm. It could happen at any moment. I hope it happens before we're finished, but we'll finish if it doesn't. <laughs> but the rapture is Amen. the next is the next prophetic event to be fulfilled. All believers, alive and dead, will be caught up to be with the Lord in heaven. Amen. Now at that point, the Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father, the Holy Spirit are not dealing primarily with the church because it will be gone. Yep. Gone. The church 
in the book of Ephesians is called the bride of Christ, mm-hmm. called the body of Christ, mm-hmm. it's called the building of Christ, and all of those things will be gone. Not one single believer left alive on earth, and all of those who had died from Pentecost on will be raised from the dead, and all of these things will happen in an instant. In the twinkling of an eye. In a twinkling of an eye. Um, And you and I have gone over this many, many times together as father and son. And um, so it will will happen. Now understand something before we uh, go to the rest of the R's. Um, In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22, the Apostle Paul, by the way, who was a Jew... And at one time, a very nasty Jew. Oh, boy. He went after Christians and was putting them in jail, persecuting them, killing them. Now, in Acts chapter 9, he got saved. Hallelujah. <laughs> he received Jesus Christ as his Savior. Uh, and it turned, him, it turned him about. So there's nobody beyond redemption, is there? There's nobody beyond redemption. And by the way, if we say anything here, Curtis, if I say anything that seems to be anti-Semitic, forget it. I am not. No, I know that. Oh, I know that. Uh, Neither am I. When I. Yeah, when I was in high school, you asked Ted Solomon and Michael Allspector and Gordon Wiss if all of, the, if all of those three guys were still alive, and they might be, how, what good of friends they were of me. Yeah. And it's because my parents taught me that the Jews were God's elect Amen. People. That's right. And And they are. Yes, God's elect nation. No doubt about right. it. They just haven't come to the Lord yet. Yet. But the but <laughs> the but but in in First Corinthians one twenty two, the Apostle Paul says, "For the Jews require a sign, but the Greeks seek after wisdom." The Jews, re- it's their nature. That's how he made them. Yep. They require a sign, and so the rapture. Uh, dear believer, is a sign to the Jews to head back to the promised land. Yep. And we'll see that return in in uh, in Ezekiel, uh, beginning with chapter thirty-five. Actually, it begins one chapter before that, but but chapter thirty-five uh, and thirty-six deals specifically with the Lord, with the return of the Jews to the land, and so that's. After the rapture, that's the next R in the prophetic uh, scheme. God now dealing with his elect nation 100%. Yeah, his full attention. Yeah. Now, if you doubt that, that, that the Jews were God's elect nation, I'm going to give you a list of scriptures. And if you listen to this podcast several times and you'll get these scriptures down... But they, here they are, Isaiah 42, 1. Oh, yeah. Isaiah 45, 4. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 65, verse 9. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 65, verse 22. Matthew 24, verse 24. Mm-hmm. And Matthew 24, verse 31. Now, if that's not enough to convince you that Israel is God's elect nation... Nothing will. <laughs> right. To my Jewish friends, you are God's elect nation. That's right. And the next thing 
after the rapture of the church. And we'll begin in uh, probably um, reading verses from Ezekiel 35, 36, and so forth. But before I do that, I want to tell you of an event that happened in my church, a man named Dr. Jimmy DeYoung, uh, and he's very famous, a uh, radio preacher, and he was a missionary to Israel, and, uh, and he knows his prophecy extremely well, and I, and I listened to him, and, and after the session, it was an evening session, and I said, Dr. DeYoung, do you, do you believe that Ezekiel 35, 36, and so forth happened after the rapture? He said, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And he followed that up. He didn't complete the answer. He just said, yes, I do. So I'm reading his uh, book on Ezekiel, and he says this on page 114 of his Ezekiel commentary. He says, Israel and Judah are ready to be formed. Every single day, fulfillment of this prophecy gets closer and closer and closer. Sure does. All that has to happen is the rapture, <laughs> which could occur at any time. Then the events we've been studying will be, we'll, we'll begin to unfold. That's how close we are. If we are that close, the state of Judah, the state of Israel, the coming of the Lord, how close are we? We're going to meet him. And if that close... How then ought we to live? And so, and so he believes, as I do, uh, and as the scripture teaches, that, that the Jews will return to the land of Israel, the promised land, after the rapture of the church. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first R, after the rapture. They will return to the land. Mm -hmm. Now, um, it, 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 this is a, an interesting study because um, uh, someone said, well, that happened in, in uh, 1948 when Israel became a state. And I say, no, it didn't. No, it, they just became a state. Uh, they just became a state. The, the, the Jews, by and large, then were still greatly spread out over the entire world. And, and to a lesser extent today, but uh, still to, to a great extent, are still. Uh, spread out all over all over the planet, and that's what these verses, this what these chapters in Ezekiel teaches exactly that same thing. I saw a uh, a study on on the Jews, and it was back in the nineteen seventies, the mid seventies or so about or thereabout, and and uh, it said this that at this time in the nineteen seventies, there are more Jews in Brooklyn than there are in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. That's not very far from the truth now. Although they're returning a little bit at a time, yep. but there's coming a time when they'll come back in droves. Yeah. Now, the next several verses I'm going to give you um, uh, uh, cover a period of time that nobody really knows but it covers the time after the rapture mm -hmm. and up to and including the tribulation period. Some people think, some of the great theologians think that that might take about 25 to 27 years for these events to happen. 
and that's pretty rapid returning to the land when you think of the uh, ages-long history of, uh, of Abraham, the first Hebrew. Right. Genesis chapter 13 calls him that. And he was given the land. Yep. And he was given a particular part of the land on, on the earth. And today, the Jews only occupy about one-sixth of the land that God gave them in the Abrahamic covenant. Mm -hmm. So, by the way, I've got nine... I've got nine books on the Revelation sitting on my desk right now. One on the book of Ezekiel, one on the book of Daniel, and one of them by uh, my friend um, J.B. Hickson and, and Mark, and a guy named Fontecchio, who wrote the book, What Happens Next? What's on, what, what Lies Ahead is the name of it. Mm -hmm. And he, they say some of these same things that mm -hmm. I'm going to say. And so in chapter 35 of Ezekiel, we see that there's a judgment of Edom. Now, Edom was another name for Esau, Jacob's brother. So the man set thy face against Mount Seir and prophesy against it. And so there's a judgment coming to the Edomites or the Esauites. And, and then following that in chapter 36 of Ezekiel, the judgment then comes upon all nations. Mm -hmm. and, so, and so God is going to judge the nations. And this is after the rapture. And in and Ezekiel 36, verse 6, it says, Prophesy there for concerning the land of Israel. So these chapters that I've mentioned to you are all prophecies concerning God's elect nation Israel. Mm -hmm. In Genesis chapter 36, verse 8, it says this, But ye, O mountains of Israel, ye shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. Right. They're coming. That's right. And then he says, For behold, I am for you, and I will be, I will turn unto you, and ye shall be tilled and sown. By the way, what God is saying here is, church is gone. Right. I'm not dealing with the church anymore. That's right. I'm coming back. I'm turning back to you, and you will turn back to me. Yep. That's and, right. and in Ezekiel 36, verse 10, it says, God says, And I will multiply men upon you, all the house of Israel. Mm -hmm. Can I say that again? All the house of Israel. <laughs> and then he says, Even all of it. And the city <laughs> shall be inhabited, and the wastes shall be builded. Oh, boy. And then he says, in the 11th verse of chapter 36, he says, I will multiply you upon man and beast, and they shall increase and bring fruit, and I will settle you after your old estates. Wow. And I will do better unto you than at your beginnings. Wow. And, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Amen. And so that's Israel returning to their covenant land. Yeah. And it's, it's um, a lot larger than it is right now. But it's happening gradually. But after the rapture, it will happen rapidly mm -hmm. uh, within a quarter of a century. Yeah, that, have, that's, a, that's a huge exponential <laughs> increase, yeah. Uh, exponential is, is just uh, almost euphemistic. 
plastic word. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, I like what he said in Ezekiel chapter 36 and verse 26. He said, a new heart also will I give you. Oh, yeah. And a new spirit will I put within <laughs> you. The Jews, by and large, are rejecting uh, the Messiahship of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. But when the rapture occurs, they'll be pounding their foreheads and said, why didn't we listen to those Christians? That's right. Now, that may not be exactly what will be said, but it's something like that. Because now something has urged them to return to their country. And they will say, oh my gosh, they were right. Mm -hmm. What does the rest of the Bible say? Yep. The rest of the Bible says, get on back, because I'm bringing you back. That's right. Then he says this, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. And then he says this, and ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. Wow, yeah. Amen. If there are any Jews listening to me today, this is coming. This is coming. It is. Good grief. But only if you turn to the Lord. And so we see the return of the Lord. And then we see another R. We see a, a revived Israel. In chapter 37, we see this. In uh, Let's see. Let's go to uh, chapter 37, verses 16 and 17. I just love it. This is a... No, let's go to before that. This is about the, the uh, vision of the uh, dry bones. Oh, yeah. This... This is when Israel as a nation will be resurrected. I don't mean all that their dead will be because uh, uh, the, the, this is personification. But this is what is said in Ezekiel 37. The hand of the Lord was upon me, carried me out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Mm -hmm. And he said, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord. God, thou knowest. Mm -hmm. And he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. <laughs> now that sounds kind of silly, but Ezekiel did it because he believed God. That's right. Yep. He says, I will, in verse 6 of chapter 37, he says, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. And he's saying this to the nation of Israel as a whole. That's right. I love Ezekiel. I love reading the whole book. So verse 7 of chapter 37, he says, So I prophesied as I was command, commanded, and I want to cry, because we're commanded, Curtis, and we're doing it. Yes, we are. We he are. said, There was a noise, and behold, a shaking, the bones came together, bone to bone, and he said he saw them rise. And then in verse 11 of chapter 37, Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are... And are you ready for this? <laughs> the whole house of Israel. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Now, this is where God's word. I'm not making this up. 
I'm not taking it out of context. I'm just telling you what God said about these dry bones with, to which he gave life. That's right. He says these bones are the whole house, house of Israel. Israel. Yep. Um, they said, behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off all our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Mm. Yeah. Folks, yeah. the Jews will return en masse yeah. to the land of Israel. Not happening yet. It might be happening in part, but the wholesale return is not yet. It'll happen after the rapture. Um, and then there's the reuniting of Israel. Did you know that for centuries, Israel has been divided into two separate lands, two separate countries? Mm -hmm. They are the northern ten tribes, which was called Israel, and the southern two tribes, which are called Judah, and that was with Judah and Benjamin, and they were in the southern part of Israel, and they've been two nations ever since. Well, that's going to stop because God said in, in the Ezekiel, he said this um, in, in verse 15, he says, The word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, Moreover, thou son of man, take thee one stick and write upon it. That sounds silly, doesn't it? <laughs> but God says, Take ye one stick and write upon it for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companions. Then take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim. Now, Ephraim was the chief tribe of the northern tribes of Israel. Take the stick of Ephraim and write upon it, and for all the house of Israel and his companies. And then join them one to another into one stick, and they shall become one in thine that's the reunited of the two sticks. Then, as I've already told you, that, that, that one of the other R's, we just read about it, um, uh, they shall dwell in the land that I gave your fathers. That's it, reverting back to the Abrahamic covenant. Mm -hmm. And what I was just reading to you about the dry bones, that dry bones that's the re redemption of the elect nation. Now, and, and uh, then something else is going to happen in, in Ezekiel 38. And I want to spend a little time here uh, because this is going to happen. And this is going to happen when Israel is in the land. Uh, in, in chapter 38 of Ezekiel, um, God is saying that uh, he says, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against them. Well, Gog is, is uh, the chief officer of the land of Magog. That's right. That is Russia because it's exactly north. And, uh, of course, you see that as you read Ezekiel 38, that they came from the north. He says, And thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O God, chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn thee back of the hooks and 
Jacob to thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth and all thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them. Wow. All of them with shield and helmet. Gomer, which we think is Germany, and all his bands, the house of Gagarma. Other people think that's Turkey. Well, that pretty much covers most of Israel's enemies right now, doesn't it? It sure does. And it said, and the house of Togorma, the north quarters. Did you know that Moscow is exactly straight north of Jerusalem? Sure is. And the north quarters are all his bands and many people with thee. Be thou prepared and prepare for, uh, for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. And many days thou shalt be visited. In the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel and so forth. So the people will be in the land. In verse 11 of chapter 38 in Ezekiel says, says, And thou shalt say, and he said this, Gog and Magog will say, uh, shall say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them, dwelling without walls and have neither bars nor gates to take a spoil, to take a prey. When this is the Russian invasion. That's one of the next hours. This is the Russian invasion of Israel, and it's, gonna, it's yet to happen. That's right. And they'll come against Israel because of Israel was gathering great wealth. I suspect that they're going to bring from the United States and the England and wherever else they live. They're going to be bringing their wealth with them. That's right. And not only that, God will cause them to prosper while they are in the land. That's correct. And Russia's going to say, uh-oh, we can't have this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're dwelling, they're dwelling in relative safety. Mm -hmm. They're resting the land. We can go in and kick their rear ends. <laughs> and so they go. Big mistake. And, and guess what? Uh, it says, uh, you come to take a spoil. And then it says, uh, and Sheba and Dedan and the merchant of Tarshish with all the young lions thereof shall say unto thee, art thou come to take a spoil? That means they're saying to, to Gog and Magog, are they talking to Russia and his allies? Art thou come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered thy company to take a prey, to carry away silver and gold, and take away cattle and goods, and to take a great spoil? Therefore said a man, prophesy, and say unto Gog, Thus saith the Lord God, in the day when my people of Israel dwelleth safely, uh, shalt thou not know it? And shalt thou come from a place out of the north parts, thou and thy people with thee, and all them riding on horses, and a great company, and a great army? And shalt thou come up against my people, Israel, as a cloud to cover the land? And it shall be in the latter days that I will bring thee unto thee, bring thee unto thee against my land, that the heathen may know me, and I will be sanctified in thee, O Gog. Oh, boy. Wow. Now, I'm not going to go in and read you a whole lot of other scriptures. Uh, because 
uh, what it says, and, and let me read you one in, in chapter 39 of Ezekiel. It says, I have gathered them into their own land and have left none of them anymore. That is, God brought everybody, uh, all the Jews, out of all the nations, and now nobody lives, no Jews live in the land except no, no Jews live in any other land except Israel. That's right. That's that's just simply Bible. That's not me making this up, and I'm not imagining anything. It's just these these were great promises of God to the Jewish nation. Mm-hmm. Now, people of God, now that you know that, there is no cause for you to be anti-Semitic. Absolutely not. But since you know there's a rapture coming. You need to live like it's coming. Yeah, yeah. And one of those things which which you must do is show deference to the Jewish nation. Because yeah, absolutely. It's God's elect nation. Yeah, absolutely. And God is going to gather them out of out of your nation and bring them back into their own nation. Mm-hmm. And He's not going to deal with with the Gentiles anymore. Nor will He be dealing with the church. The church is gone. And the Jews are his elect nation, and he's going to deal with them as a nation because he loves that nation. That's right, and and I think it'd be a great interjection here to to remind people why we actually should be showing deference uh, and, and supporting Israel uh, in any way that we can. Uh, it's the Abrahamic covenant back in uh, Genesis 12 when when God promised. Abraham, that he would bless those that that bless him, Israel, and he would curse them that curse Israel. That's why. That's why we should be blessing Israel. And and and, and that is is exactly the reason. So there's no reason for us. Uh, and, and in reality, we should we should not be anti-Semitic. Amen. One reason is because. The man that came by virgin birth into this world to suffer and bleed and die for my sins, for your sins, and for the sins of the whole world, Gentile and Jew alike, white, black, and brown, and red alike, was a Jew. Yes. It was a Nazarite Jew. Nazarite Jew, yeah. some time left and I may give you a little time to ask some questions because I, you know I can't cover it all the next thing is the rebuilding of the temple oh boy yeah now we see that in Ezekiel chapter 40 now some people there, there's some controversy about this and I won't go into all of it because because I, I could be wrong. I think I'm right, but I could well be wrong, and I don't want to be. But I will tell you what I think. In Ezekiel chapter 40, to the end of, to the, end of the book, it deals with the, with the designing and the rebuilding of the temple. Mm-hmm. Now, in Jesus' days, there was a temple. Right. Because he went into the temple and drove the money changers out, remember? <laughs> yes, he did. So... So there was a temple, and there was a temple in Israel, right up in Jerusalem, yep. right up until 70 A.D., 
That's right. When Titus the Roman, mm -hmm. the general, they came into Israel and they ravaged it. Yeah. And they destroyed almost in total the temple. That's there right. is one wall left, mm -hmm. you know, the temple wall. We always hear about that where the Jews go to make their prayers. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, but there's, there's not a temple now. There isn't one. No. But let me just say this to you. As you read the Ezekiel chapter 40 and all the way to the end of the book of Ezekiel, about the temple and the designing of it, and there will be a temple uh, in the tribulation period, which we'll deal with in our study on Revelation, but we'll deal with it a little bit now uh, in this lesson. But there will be a temple. Yes, sir. And so the Jews will have to rebuild the temple during this period of their return. Mm -hmm. since, the, since after about 25 or 20 years, 70 years or whatever, after his return, mm -hmm. then, the, then God's attention will be drawn back to the 70th year of Daniel. Uh -huh. We'll talk about, it, about that in later, in later prophecies. Because the 70th year of Daniel has not happened yet. And, if you'll understand this, in the midst of the tribulation, which is yet unf unfulfilled, the Antichrist will reveal himself. And so that's the second, or the, that's the next R, the revelation of the Antichrist. The Jews will reveal the temple. The Antichrist will sit in the temple and tell people that he is God, and he'll... He'll rule the heck out of them, and it's going to be and it's going to be awful. And so, in Second Thessalonians chapter two, uh, verses in eight and nine, uh, we see the revealing of the Antichrist, mm -hmm. and uh, also we'll see that in the book of uh, in the book of the Revelation, yes. uh, and and we see it we see it uh, referred to in Matthew twenty four verse fifteen, and uh, and we'll go through that when we go through the Revelation. Okay, so the rebuilding of the temple, and then there's the retribution, the tribulation period, the 70th week of Daniel, uh, which Daniel prophesied, and then the middle of that week will be the revealing of the Antichrist. So mm -hmm. here we have it, the return of Israel, they'll be revived, they'll be reunited, there will be a Russian invasion. There will be a, a reverting back to the Abrahamic covenant. Uh, the, there will be a redemption of the elect nation. Uh, and then there will be a rebuilding of the temple. And then there will be a revealing of the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. We're doing pretty good on time, aren't we? Yeah. And, and we'll see that also not only in Second Thessalonians 2, 8 and 9. We'll also see it in... The, in the book of the uh, in, in the book of the Revelation, uh, and, and we'll get to that in the middle in the middle part of the Revelation. Something, if, the, Pastor, something real interesting before you continue. Uh, you just went through six R's, didn't you? At least That's six R's, and uh, the sixth one was the revealing of the Antichrist, which is, uh, of course. Uh, numerologically speaking, the number of man. It is. Yeah. Six is the number of man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Good stuff. So after the revealing of the Antichrist, three years later, 
three years later will be the return of Jesus Christ to the earth with his saints. Yeah. In the rapture, <laughs> he, he appears in the air, not coming to the earth. Nobody will see him because he'll come in a twink in a, in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. That's right. And everybody that was saved from Pentecost until that point will disappear <laughs> in a moment yeah. in the twinkling of an eye. Uh huh. But now we have in Revelation chapter 19, it's we're we're seeing the return and the reign. Of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the seventh R, okay? Yep. That's sort of rather complete, isn't it? I would say so. Now, what happens when Jesus returns? Uh, you'll have to read about that in Revelation 19, 20, 21, 22. He will return to earth visually and personally with his saints and he will set up his rule and reign in Jerusalem, and he will rule and reign on the earth for 1,000 years. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Isn't that great? It is. <laughs> it is. Isn't that great? Yeah. And that's your seventh R. That's your seventh R. Okay. <clears throat> now. There's an eight R, and eight is always the number of new things mm -hmm. in, in biblical numerology. Mm -hmm. So, the, during the, uh, by the way, let me just say this. At the end of the return and the reign of Jesus Christ, now for a thousand years, Satan will be bound. That's right. Satan and all of his evil angels will be bound. But at the end of that thousand years, he'll be released. For a short and time. And there will be a... And he will, he will raise Cain and start a war, and Christ will, will destroy him and, and his minions immediately. With the word of his mouth. With the word of his mouth. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and all that happens under the return and reign of Jesus Christ. Now, um, well, I'm not about out of time, but I'm... But, but I'm going to t uh, tell you some things here that uh, that I just I just can't I just can't take it all in. Um, <laughs> the eighth R is the recre recreation of heaven and earth. Um, if you're with me in your Bibles, people, turn to Second Peter chapter three, and I'm getting to it. I'm all thumbs. Here we go. Second Peter chapter 3, and we'll begin reading in verse 9. It says this, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men call slackness, but is long-suffering or patient to usward, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with the fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are in that are therein shall be burned. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. So he's nevertheless he says in verse thirteen, 
we, according to his promise, look for new heavens ah, yeah. and a new earth yeah. wherein dwelleth righteousness. Right. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent, be that you be not found of him, uh, that you be found in him in peace, without spot and blameless. How ought our lives to be, since we know this stuff? Right. There will be new heavens and a new earth. In Revelation chapter 21 and 22, talks about the new heavens and the new earth, and especially right up to and including uh, Revelation chapter 22 and 25, which will which will deal with. By the way, um, when we look at the Revelation, after a certain part, we see no temple. In the new heaven and new earth, there is no temple. That's right. But there will be a new, what? Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing? By the way, with reference to this, and telling you that everything but the rapture deals with the Jew, I want you to say, that I want to say this to you about some things that Jesus said. And, and I've got to say them because the Bible says it. In Matthew 15, verse 24, I am not coming but unto the lost sheep of Israel. That's what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. See, the Jews get first chance. Yeah, that's first right. in line. That's right. Yep. Yep. And and uh, then and then Peter was set up to preach to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Mm-hmm. To the Jew first. Yep. Always, even in the church age. Uh, Jewish people, you had first shot at it. That's right. And you even have the same shot at it now than you had then. Mm-hmm. Just believe that Jesus Christ was born, was born, lived, died on the cross, was buried, and was resurrected. How hard is that to believe? But that what, that's what you must believe to be saved. Sure. And that's what you, that's what your nation And so, since you know that they will believe, since you know that they will turn to the Lord, why not turn to the Lord today? Yeah. Yeah. Be, get, a, get ahead of the curve. I know. Get ahead of the curve. Exactly yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm done with the R's. You got any questions, Curtis? Well, <laughs> well who doesn't? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got some questions. <laughs> but... Uh, I mean, not not questions that I have, actually. I mean, I know what the Scripture says. Uh, uh, there may be some folks that, that do have some questions, and, and maybe if I can be a, a, a representative on, on that count, it would be great. Uh, but I'm, I'm particularly interested in uh, the temple. Of course, now, by that time, uh, true believers are gone in the rapture, so... Uh, and and we we don't really know when the, we, we have no idea when the rapture will occur. It could occur in the next five seconds. Uh, it 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 could be many years off. We don't really know. Uh, but as as Jesus told his disciples, we can know the season. And uh, and uh, I think that that the rebuilding of the temple after the rapture. Uh, you know that that may not be very far off, and I, I think that uh, the Jewish nation, the nation of Israel itself, 
is also looking at it that way because uh, I know that the Temple Institute in Jerusalem is now retraining Levitical priests. I'm glad you brought that up. I was looking at my clock and seeing what what our time is. We got about eight minutes or so more to go. And I'm glad you brought that up. There are positive, uh, actual accounts of the Levitical priesthood being uh, being trained right now, and all of their appurtenances, the clothing, the uh, the instruments in the temple. That's right. Uh, are 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 made. They are right now in, uh, made. I have seen. I have seen them on uh, you know uh, online. Uh, they 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 some of those have already been displayed. The the golden laver is made. Yes. I mean, uh, Jimmy DeYoung said that he ran into a guy in Israel while he was there that had a, had a had a building where some of them were stored, and he was allowed to see some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, these the uh, said the name of the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and these things are are have been recreated by the Temple Institute in Jerusalem uh, yep. uh, with the exact biblical specifications. Everything down to the letter, down to the letter. Not only are they, not only are they, are they recreating all of the uh, appurtenances and training Levitical priests, but uh, there's also uh, been reports out of Israel that, uh, and and Scripture details the need for this particular animal. A red heifer has to be. Uh, has to be uh, in existence, and I, I can't remember off the top of my head what the likelihood of, of a red heifer, uh, uh, a totally spotless, blemishless red heifer uh, coming to pass is. I, I think that the odds are incredible. However, uh, they claim to have two of them that they're, that they're keeping an eye on over the next couple of years to make sure that they remain blemishless. That means they're they're planning to use those in in uh, temple sacrifice. How about that? Now here's something else. Oh, by the way, while we're talking about this, there is a Christian magazine uh, where that Jewish Christians have put out. It's called Israel, My Glory. Oh yeah. And they deal with some of these things in some of their articles. So you might want to Google them and see. Yeah. And and maybe Google on temple temple ornaments or temple. You can go to temple. I think I think it's templeinstitute.org. Okay, that sounds good. I think that's that's the website. It might be .com, but I think it's templeinstitute.org. And. You can see a lot of this stuff detailed on there. Okay, and by the way, since we're talking about that, since you brought it up, in addition to the clothing, the the instruments, and the training that's going on, uh, there are being quarried in several places in the world stones for the rebuilding of the temple. Absolutely. The only thing that's stopping them is, guess what? <laughs> the Dome of the Rock. The Dome of the Rock, yep. You 
betcha. So, um, I, I'm telling you uh, that that's got to be gone, and it's not. So, but that's why we're talking about all of these things being future events. Yeah. And one of the reasons, and one of the main reasons, is so for people who are not saved will get saved because so much the more as you see the day approaching, the reason to get saved. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that <laughs> Christ was <laughs> primarily talking about the Jews when he said the Jews need a sign and the Gentiles seek after wisdom. But I got news uh, for, for us Gentiles. Uh, we can also uh, see the validity and the promise of prophetic scripture come to pass uh, right. in that's signs also. Signs that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's how we're to know the season. Uh, and so we... It's just that the rapture, it's just that the rapture, there are no signs before the rapture. Yeah, there's no signs leading up to that. Uh, to tell us exactly when that's going to happen. Uh, that's right. But we can uh, know the season. And, and, you know, with all of these post-rapture events that you've delineated, Pastor, um, uh, the eight R's uh, after the rapture, well, uh, rapture's included in that, but uh, so seven R's after the rapture, um, we can see many of the signs that tell us that, hey, these things are imminent. Could happen at it's any coming. time. Yep. And and that's no. what that's what makes this exciting. I, I you know, no. we we of course look forward to the rapture, uh, and uh, but but we're going through this uh, introduction and study of Revelation, also to let people know that there is hope. There Absolutely. is hope. There is hope. <laughs> I mean, Christ will, will return and rule and reign for a thousand years. And, and that, that will be the unsaved world's hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there will be people, uh, the human beings in... In uh, their natural bodies that will go into the millennium, we'll get more into that when we when we study the millennium in the in the latter part of these uh, studies of Revelation. Uh, there are a lot of things about this that people just don't know because they're not being said from pulpits much. Uh, you got to read them in commentaries, and so. Right. Uh, but but uh, and, and a lot of commentaries are a little devoid of some of these things. So, but there will be. Uh, righteousness in the millennium but there also will be people who will go in alive into the millennium and reproduce and they will be and then they will have natural bodies and they will give they'll have the adamic sin nature and they're the ones that will be regathered at the end of the millennium uh, for the war that's right yep okay yep so so just just so you know these things well in advance uh get saved get in a fundamental independent bible believing church amen now now yeah. i think the best bet are baptist churches but there are bible churches which are certainly uh those certainly measure up and middletown bible church in middletown connecticut is one of them that i know of so by the way get on the website so middletownbiblechurch.org for a lot of these 
things that we're going to be talking about in Revelation, and get on, um, let's see, notbyworks.org. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. J.B. Hickson, that's his website. That's right. And he's got, and he's got the prophecy nailed. Absolutely. Absolutely okay. does. Pastor, we've got to wrap this up. We've got less than five minutes. <coughs> uh, excuse me. So uh, I think at this point in time, um, and, and we're, we're going to, we're excited as we know we're going to continue with this uh, uh, Tuesday and uh, for, for many weeks thereafter. Uh, and we, we pray that you'll join us uh, for each and every episode. Uh, tune in and uh, learn and understand what's next because that's what's the question next? on everybody's mind isn't it what's it next sure please yeah. join us as we discuss these things that are what's next yep. and uh okay. it'll we hope it'll be a blessing to you just as it is to us and we thank you for tuning in with us today god bless you and keep you and um, tune in with us on tuesday as we start digging into Revelation, correct, Pastor? Yep, that's oh. right. Be saved and be certain. Amen, right. amen. Okay. Thanks, okay. Pastor. Uh, we really appreciate that, and uh, we're really excited to continue on Tuesday. So uh, tune in, and we will be continuing our study of Revelation. Thank you, and we will see you Tuesday. Signing off for today. Thanks, Pastor. <laughs>